The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And we're brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGPN to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, and we continue chugging along on the playoff content train for MLB. It's been a frantic week. It's been an absolutely unbelievable week. Uh, we've got plenty more to look forward to. Uh, and if you detect uh, extra enthusiasm uh, in my introduction tonight, it's because we've got one of the all-time greats on with us. Uh, I'm not talking about Munaf Manji. Munaf <laughs> is here, though. Munaf, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well. Is it Friday already? I don't know. I can't keep track of these days anymore, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, it's not about me tonight, is it? I'm not the all-star of the show anymore. You, 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 have, you, however, you, bring, you bring in the, the superstar, the all-star, the, uh, the man, the man, you bring them in. <laughs> I will do in 30 seconds. Um, you've had a lovely haircut, Munaf. You look very sharp. I did. Yeah. I had to get my fade done. I have a wedding this weekend. So, you know, I had to, uh, okay. Kind of clean it up. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm getting all these zoom calls with you every day for the playoffs. So I have to, I have to look decent. Is it a is it a fun Asian wedding or is it a boring white person wedding? Oh, it's brown person wedding, man. Oh, you know, hey, party, so, that's you know, ten we're times better. Good. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dance all night, so um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's actually my <laughs> wife's first cousin, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. Okay, not sure if that was racist or not, so we'll crack on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we have a guest, and it's an absolute beauty. Uh, joined us mid-season. Uh, to talk. We talked for ages, actually, uh, and could have talked for days on end. Um, the sports book consiglier, I reckon he's the busiest man in Las Vegas, uh, Mr. Dave Charapan. Dave, good evening. How are you? Mal, what's up? Moonoff, what's up? Moonoff, you, you do look really good. That, 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 that fade looks great. I Thank need you. video of you at this wedding breaking something <laughs> down. That would be fantastic. Mal, settle it in. You know, it's it's late back there. We got day game baseball out in Vegas it, 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 where, where Moonoff is. It's a night game for you. Um, man, playoffs. Hey, guys, if the games are anywhere close to what the wild card games were, what are we in store for? I mean, it's been an incredible week, just like you said. Yeah, I do have a it's wedding this out. weekend, but I feel like I'm maybe paying more attention to my phone trying to watch these games. <laughs> yeah. You might see me off in the corner, you know, on my phone, just maybe trying to watch the game and checking these scores. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, it's been a really fun week so far. Obviously, uh, the Red Sox and the Yankees game we broke down um, last night or the night before. I can't remember. It's been uh, it's been all rolling into one. But then last night we had the Cardinals. Um, and the Dodgers game. And these have been two exciting games for kind of different reasons. Um, I'll briefly just go over the picks that uh, we made on the show and then we'll bring Dave in to, to tell us how that game went for him. Um, 
I think we kind of got away with it. We did okay. Everything we talked about was related to the under on the total, yeah. uh, and the game finished three to one. Uh, the race to six, which we tipped up nobody, uh, was a winner also. Um, Munaf, your two player props, unfortunately, went down. Max Scherzer and Trey Turner over on the runs. How he didn't uh, score a run. He had so many chances. Yeah. And then we had the fun stolen bases props. Uh, we took three. We took Edmund Turner and it might have been Tyler O'Neill, I think. But anyway, Tommy mm-hmm. Edmund cashed at four to one. Uh, so, yeah, I think we came ahead, uh, came out ahead overall on those picks. But, um, Dave, firstly, it was a great game. And then um, how were the books looking? Did you have a bet? And uh, how was the rest of the betting public getting on on that Cardinals-Dodgers game? So uh, it was great. I did the MLB Network show on Monday, I believe it was, and gave out Seattle or um, St. Louis on the run line, plus one and a half. Oh. Dodgers to win. Oh, yeah. St. Louis on the run line, plus one and a half. And the under. The under was the number one play. And then they asked for the side, and I said, it's a one-run game. I think the Dodgers will win because, as you can see, I'm wearing a Giants hat and a Dodgers jersey because as baseball fans, I think we're owed, as those teams are, to get a matchup between those two. It should be seven games, and I would be even happier, but we needed to see Giants and Dodgers just as everything is right in the baseball universe. So the books, I mean, the books cleaned up with the Yankee game. I mean, that Yankee game steamed way up, yeah, and it was one of those ones where like nobody was even thinking Boston had a chance. And I was all over Boston. I loved it. Um, and I had over eight, so push that total. But the books did very well in that game. Last night, that run line was a big decision for the yeah. books for the side. They lost on a total because, I mean, it was painfully obvious. that, And I think it's kind of going to be a trend in the, in the series yeah. of the rest of the way. We're going to see more unders than overs, which, again, may be unusual. Um, than the regular season, but playoff baseball is different than anything that, you know, you see all season. Yeah, um, I felt a bit for Alex Reyes. He's someone we've talked about quite a lot on the on the podcast because he was really, really good and then he was really, really bad and then he sort of came back into himself, uh, but unfortunately it was on the wrong end. So it was more, a, it turned out being a one-hit game rather than a than a one-run game last night. Unfortunately, yeah. that, hit, that hit was a two-run hit uh, <laughs> and meant we all came down on the wrong side. I'll tell you what I loved about these two games. And it's something I don't think you get as much in American sport. Um, is that there's an absolute finality to it because one team is out at that point. Now we have this over here. I watch football all the time. Um, we have a lot of cup competitions. We have relegation. So there's a, some, a lot of times there's a definite outcome. Even these series that start tonight, these, the, the White Sox in Houston is actually going off as we speak. There's no finality in that. Whoever loses that game will get another chance. Um, you do that three-game series, five-game series, all the, the regular season, 160. You never get that one game that's just absolutely final. Um, and it adds so much to it. And obviously, it's only ever game seven or game five of a series that you get that finality to it. Um, and that, just for me, it heightens everything so much, Dave. What do you think? Oh, without a doubt, it heightens it all. Um, the... Intensity obviously goes up for the you know baseball playoffs and, and this discussion that comes up every year, what's better, the baseball playoffs or the hockey playoffs? It's pretty one and one A. I mean, because every pitch matters, every shift matters in the hockey. And you know, one 
error leads to extending an inning and then it's a bomb. And, you know, like, I mean, when Bellinger walked last night, it was like, oh, no, like this, this could be costly. And then, you know, as baseball guys, it leads to something else. But the finality of it, you have to watch it on the edge of your seat. Every single play, somebody makes a great play, diving stop, you know, on a ground ball up in the up the uh, middle and throws a play out of first. It's exciting. So I you can't recreate this for 162 games, Mal, but it is fun as hell to watch right now. Yeah, there was, there was a couple of sort of crystal clear moments in both games. The uh, Aaron Judge getting tagged out at home the other night oh. on the relay. We talked about that moving off the other night. And yeah. then last night, the Cardinals absolutely defended their nuts off, I thought. They, they did well to oh. stay in the game. There was, there was double plays. Um, there was the catch that Wainwright made. Um, they were they were making plays like you talk about uh, sliding stops, diving stops, and every single out um, is just in itself. It's so exciting, and it and it's it's crucial. Everything that uh, there's there's just no margin for error. Yeah, and and you felt that right. Like yeah. I was watching that game, going, I mean, you saw how they got their run right. A great at bat single. Stolen base, yeah. which I can't believe you guys had. That's a great prop to have because nobody <laughs> steals bases anymore. So that's a nice cash. And then he moves over to third on a sack fly and scores on a wild pitch. I mean, yeah. it's 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 like old school baseball, but yeah. sometimes you have to generate runs like that in the playoffs. So they get the one run, and then the laser comes back to to Wayne Wright, and somehow he catches it, shows everybody amazing. the ball. It was ridiculous, yeah, right? Yeah. And then, you know, Turner's <laughs> up with the bases loaded, the fastest guy in the team. He hits a ball up the middle. The shift is perfect. Touch second, fire to first, bang, bang, play, double play. What is happening right now? I think the magic is here. They're going to find a way to win this game, right? They're going – it's just – you feel it as a baseball fan. You're like – Boy, oh boy, I'm like, I'm watching the end game and I'm like, is it time to bet the Dodgers or not? Are they going to tie this thing or not? Like, it was great. It was on the edge of your seat watching, which again, it's hard to recreate unless you have that elimination game. But man, it was fun. Yeah, it really was. Um, so the plan tonight is uh, we'll get Dave and Moon off to, uh, we're going to handicap the series that start tomorrow night. Uh, the Braves and the Brewers and the Dodgers and the Giants. And then we might have a look at the Friday night games in isolation uh, with the pitching matchups. Uh, and we'll get Dave to give us the the lowdown on what's happening in Vegas, uh, where the public money is, um, et cetera. Um, yeah, so uh, if you're ready to win on those games and boost your odds, get yourself over to WinBet which is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. Great promos, odds, and payouts. If you sign up today, you can get a risk-free $1,000 sports bet to stick on whatever Dave Sharapan tells you to stick it on tonight. <laughs> Download Bet and Win. It's the WinBet app or wynnbet.com to start winning. So the series that start tomorrow, we'll start with the Brewers and the Braves. The Brewers are minus 153 for the series. No, they're not. I've scrolled down too far. That is the Friday night games. Um, the Brewers are minus 150 and the Braves are plus 130. Uh, the pitching matchups, we've got a couple lined up already. Uh, Charlie Morton and Corbin Burns go tomorrow night. And then we have Max Fried and Brandon Woodruff in game two. Uh, beyond that is to be decided. Um, Braves and Brewers then, Dave. Uh, initial thoughts, um, where, do you, where do you lean at this point? 
I think the series price is is right on. Actually, it might be a tad little, you know, high. I, I mean, minus 140 to minus 150 seems like what the price should be to me. Once you look at the whole series, game one is a fantastic pitching matchup. I mean, yeah. Morton is such a good post-game pitcher. I mean, he is he's that guy that you can hand the ball to and almost guarantee you're going to get a quality start out of. And I mean, Corbin Burns is, is, is he the Cy Young award winner? I mean, maybe, maybe not. He's right there. If he's not, I mean, it's hard to argue that you don't give it to Scherzer, but he's going to get votes. I, I, this is a classic aces game, right? Where the total seven, it's a national league game. Again, first thought is under, oh man. I, I, I don't know about the side. I think it's going four or five games. And I think Milwaukee is is who I think is going to win the series just because they do have the best bullpen. I mean, Atlanta's has been pretty good, but I, I mean, Milwaukee has just been great. And I think you see what happens with these games, right? They get into the bullpen. The starters go so long, but modern day baseball, they're not asking them to go eight innings or seven and a third. Just get me through five. Good. Determine on your pitch count whether you go six and the first sign of trouble, you're out. We're handing it to yeah. another guy. Right, Munoff? Like, is it that where 100%. it's at? Yeah. And that's exactly what happened in the Red Sox game, right? Nathan Navaldi was dealing for the, through the first five innings as soon as he got in some trouble. In the sixth inning, Alex Cora pulled the plug. I mean, you know, we 71 talked about pitches, Yavaldi. Yeah. Forgot. And he could have kept so going it's not to like, 100. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's done it before. But so, like, you know, Dave just mentioned, as soon as you get into trouble into that sixth inning, you're gonna get that. You're gonna get that hook real quick, and I think that's you know that's probably gonna be the theme of the playoffs. I mean, we even saw it last night. Even Scherzer had a shorter leash than we were expecting, right? I mean, yeah. I was actually at least expecting him to go at least five or six innings last night. But you know, Dave Roberts made the move. It was the right move, and uh, you know, it, it, after that, it, it was uh, it was it was the Dodgers bullpen that really carried him. It worked out again with Boston and Evaldi, but like, did you feel like it was too soon? I did. For I mean, Evaldi? It, yeah. Yeah. It, I think because Stanton was, I think he was the next batter. And, I, and I, we said this, that if no matter who was pitching for the Red Sox, Stan was going to smash that ball. I mean, he's just been on fire. He has of late. And I think that was the whole thing, but at the end of the day, it was the right move. But I think Dave, you're right that, you know, it's going to be, the goal is to get your starting pitchers to go at least five innings, depending on pitch count in the situation. If you get out to a six, that's great. And then you only have three innings possibly for your bullpen to come in and possibly shut the door for you. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's different now. I don't know. <laughs> uh, moving off Braves Brewers uh, for the series. Uh, what are you thinking? Yeah, I agree with uh, Dave here about the Brewers. I just feel like their pitching, their starting pitching is better. Obviously, we've talked about Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, and Peralta all season long. The bullpen is better. But I think at least for game one, um, Charlie Morton has, and I've seen this myself, right? When he was with the Astros, when he was uh, you know, with the Rays, he's that big game pitcher. You can throw the stats out the yes. window for Charlie Morton. And if you're telling him in the postseason, Let's go get a victory. He's going to go do that for you. And I agree. I like the under in this game. I, I'm going to I'm gonna take the Braves uh, with that plus money with Charlie Morton. I just feel like that experience that Charlie Morton has in the postseason, I think that will be to his advantage over Corbin Burns. I agree. I might do a little parlay of the under and, and uh, Braves money line, but I agree with the under for sure. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that game uh, in a few minutes in its entirety. Um, so the other series, the Dodgers and the Giants, uh, Dave, you mentioned this uh, at the top of the show. Man, absolutely. I mean, it should be, it should really be the, a seven game series, like you said, uh, it should be World Series, but it's not. Um, and this is just so exciting. Uh, the, the season really was quite unbelievable in effect, the way it panned out. The Giants were 40 to one shots, got out to an early lead. And then we just waited for them to come back to the field. Yep. And they never came back. And it got to July and they were still ahead. And it got to August and they were still ahead. And then I tell you what, that, because it, it was another one that I don't see as much of because they're on the West Coast. It's three o'clock in the morning. Um, so I would, <laughs> see, I would check the scores without really checking the process on how they were doing it. Um, and then by, by September, I really had to start checking the process. Um, and they're absolutely legitimate uh, pitching and Hitting, they've just been outstanding. Uh, and this series um, promises to be an absolute belt of Dave. So uh, Dodgers minus 153, Giants plus 135. Um, what are you telling me? So I'm out and about last night, and all anybody can talk about is the Giants and the Dodgers. And, you know, a couple odds makers that I know were out, we were talking about it. I said, guys, do you understand? The Giants won 107 games, and they weren't favored <laughs> to win their own division until the last two weeks of the season. Like, it was just sitting there waiting, you know, even money. They were small pluses. Like, nobody wanted to make the Giants the favorite because nobody was going to bet them. They still weren't betting them. So what do they do? <laughs> they win the division, as you said, like a long shot. And now they get to play the Dodgers. They have home field advantage. The price comes Dodgers <laughs> minus 150. It's we talk about history. I've never in my life seen anything like this. It's unbelievable. Now, is it justified? All the money's been on the Dodgers, but the future liability of the books, I got some really close friends that need these Giants to go away. They don't need the Giants to win the World Series. They don't even want them to win the pennant because those odds were so high that it's a huge liability. It is the biggest liability for the books in Vegas and probably for books all over because the prices just didn't get adjusted. Nobody believed in this team until beginning of September, like because nobody was seeing the games and it was late. Oh, everything you said, they're not that exciting. They're very fundamentally sound. Win a lot of like close type playoff games, three twos, four threes, two ones, a lot of unders. Um, they got a couple kids that are pitchers that are amazing. Nobody knows who Logan Webb is. Nobody knows yeah. who he is. It's a, it's it's crazy. So now when you see the price for the series, you're like, oh, what what is that telling me? That's telling me they need some Giants money in the series. And then you go look at game one. You got Walker Bueller at the cheapest number all season. I would venture to say, without going back through all of his starts, there's not a time that you could get Walker Bueller at minus 115 or minus 120. No. Nope. Crazy. Yeah. So, I, I, Dave, I have a question then. Um, I, I guess game by game then uh, for this Dodgers and um, a Giants series, do the books prefer seeing more money come in on the Dodgers game by game So just so that the Giants get eliminated because they are one of the biggest liabilities for the books uh, long-term, at least for World Series and then for pennant uh, uh, reasons? I think you'll see maybe, yeah, the Dodgers might be a little underpriced at some books to try to get that money 
on them. So then if the Giants win the series, at least you're winning back some money game yeah. to game, right? So, uh, yes, I mean, we used to do that in the risk room. Like, there would be a time where, like, man, we got this really big big position. Let's lower the price five cents than the market and try to get some bets on it, maybe take the series price down a little bit if we wanted mm-hmm. to. Because, I mean, a lot of times it's just our guys. They're just looking to lay this number and take a certain number. They're not even making bets. They're just moving money and stuff. So, yes, to answer your question, it is possible. Um, but, man, I mean, we got Walker, Bueller, and Logan Webb. Like, I mean, what do you make the price? Like, yeah. think about it. I mean, who's favor? I don't know. So put up the Dodgers minus 115 and see how many bets it. It's crazy because Logan Webb's undefeated at home this season. Right. Too. I think he's perfect 6-0. and So this was, is, it's, It makes no say, how can you get him plus money? Like, some <laughs> people are going to look at that and go, "That's I'm stealing. And other people are going to look at this line and go, well, I'm stealing. I got Walker Bueller minus 115. Go through his to 30 starts, whatever he had. Wasn't 115 one time. Yeah. What am I missing? It's great. It's 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 great discussion. It's great baseball. And I and obviously, how do you make this? this is a total that I would sit in the risk room and argue, all right, you got seven under minus 120, even 125. Just make it six and a half. Dare somebody. Just dare somebody to bet over. Because who, which team is going over in this game? I can't see. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, in terms of the entire series then, uh, Dave, will you be having a bet or is this one you're happy to swerve and enjoy the action? I think right now I I, I would bet the Giants because I just think that it's just at some point in a series, it takes over. So if this was one game, I'd probably say the Dodgers are going to win. And, and game one, I just give that little bit of lean to the Dodgers. But – Series, I think I'm going to sit it out right now. If I have to push in, I would take the Giants in game one because sometimes you see this price, it's almost built in that the Dodgers are going to split, right? So it's 153 now, which seems a little bit high, so you take the Giants. If the Dodgers win, this goes to minus 180, maybe $2. Yeah. If the Dodgers lose, it doesn't drop that much because – um, likely game two matchup, Urias and Gossman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's probably going to go opposite whatever this one does. And then the Dodgers series price is them with home field. So that's the theory behind it. We used to think that a lot of times who's going to win game one, shade that series price that way. I think the books are shading it that Bueller's going to win game one. Fair enough. Um, before we get into the, uh, we're going to have a look in a little bit more depth at two of those games and maybe uh, make some picks on some over and display props, etc. Um, we are brought to you by Prediction Strike. Uh, do you wish you could have stock in a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Uh, Prediction Strike makes that a real possibility. It's the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional as- athletes as if they were stocks. Simply download Prediction Strike's new and easy-to-use app from the App Store or sign up at predictionstrike.com to create an account. Use code SGP, then deposit funds to buy, sell, and hold shares. Sign up with promo code SGP to receive a free athlete share with your first $20 or more at predictionstrike.com. Okay, so, right, we'll head briefly back to this Brewers and Braves series then. Um, Friday night, I'll run some numbers past you. 
uh, and then you can analyse them because you're better than me at it. So we've got the Brewers at minus 153, the Braves at plus 135, the over under is set at seven. Um, I mean, I don't know how you split these two pitches. Corbin Burns, 11 and 5, 2.43 ERA. Uh, Charlie Morton, 14 and 6 with a 3.34 ERA. They've actually faced each other once this season. Uh, Corbin Burns faced Atlanta and got lit up. Um, I was surprised at this. Um, he's got that 2.43 ERA. Um, he went for five earned runs on nine hits over just four innings uh, in his only game against Atlanta on June 30 this year. Um, Charlie Morton faced the Brewers on August the 1st. Um, typical performance, three hits, two runs, six innings pitched. Um, so you've already alluded to which side you might be leaning on, but um, I just thought that taking Charlie Morton at plus 135, talking about what price spoke of you has been all season, would you have seen, at what point would you have ever seen Charlie Morton at plus 135? Um, so that coupled with, and it's not much, because I'm splitting airs here, you couldn't put a cigarette paper between these two, but that one dodgy start for Burns against Atlanta, coupled with the price that Charlie Morton's plus 135, um, leads me, that I'll be back in the Braves tomorrow, Dave. Um, what, what do you think? So, it's it's a, it's a perfect line of thinking, and I could I could see exactly what you're talking about. For me, just knowing the game and knowing certain guys and what a successful season that Burns had, you saw it with uh, with Eovaldi, right? The last start that he had against the Yankees wasn't good, and he talked about it in the post game. He said, "I saw what what needed to be done, and I made the appropriate adjustments, and they had him chasing away and away, and he." literally just told everybody what he saw and what he did to adjust it. And it worked. Now, it doesn't necessarily always go that way. And Charlie Morton just shows up and, I mean, it's like he rolls out of bed and gives you a quality start every single time. It's just you know what you're going to get. I think you get the better start from Burns here. That's why I'm thinking Milwaukee. But, I mean, it's it, it feels like a coin flip. I mean, the price – is a little bit inflated. I think you're thinking right as far as the number. I mean, this thing is probably, you know, if the series price is 145, how is the game one price higher than that? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It should be the same or just a tick lower. And I, again, I, I'm thinking the game's going under uh, the first five, this, this game today, the White Sox and, and the Astros, the first, the first inning, no, pretty successful bet in the playoffs situations like this. These aces, you got to get to them early. And I think this is also an in-game betting thing where I'm watching the game and I'm trying to take a pre-game position under seven and then watch it go down, maybe get it again under six. And then as it gets down to a certain number, that's when you look to play over and try to create that middle. Yeah. I do that all the time. But like last night, I almost fell asleep in the Dodger <laughs> game waiting to bet it over. I'm like, this thing ain't going over. This thing's finishing three. There's no other way. It's 1-1. One, one, it's finishing three. and somehow finishes four. And then uh, I didn't play it. Yeah. Uh, so you'd be avoiding... Oh, well, maybe taking the taking the Brewers, but your your heavier heavier pick would be towards the run line rather than uh, either of these two on the money line. Uh, Munaf, um, have, you got a, have you got a pick on this game for us? Yeah, I think... I agree with everything Dave is saying. I mean, you can look at it either way that, you know, the, the I think the line is a little inflated on uh, Corbin Burns here. Um, and like I said, when I talked about Charlie Morton earlier, I think you can throw his stats out the window. You, you know, you give him the ball, the postseason, he's going to perform. I, I'm, 
I I'll co-sign the under on this game also at seven right now. Um, it, I, I, yeah, runs will be at a premium, especially those first couple innings. And I think Dave uh, hit the nail on the head is when you talk about when you have ace pitchers out there, you got to get to them early, right? And I think a prime example is that what the Red Sox did to Garrett Cole. They got to him in that first inning. They got to him in that second inning. They made it 3-0. And after that, it was pretty much smooth sailing just about for the Red Sox. So, I mean, in this game, yeah, I, I, I'm going I'm to take the uh, under on um, on the game also, but I, I'm going to play the Braves money line here at plus 137. I see it on my book. Um, yeah, no, I think that number, there's a little bit of value there with Charlie Morton on the mound for the Braves. Yeah. Um, that to me was just literally the price. Um, I would, I could, I could take either side. It just depends where the, where the numbers were in plus 135. If you're telling me, uh, plus 137, enough, um, that's too big. Like it's, it's yep. 10 or 15 points too big for me. Um, so I was happy to take, happy to take a plus 135 there. Um, so we'll go Giants v Dodgers. Um, which is Walker Bueller and Logan Webb. You said before, Dave, about um, people not really knowing who Logan Webb is. I wrote on the show notes, Bueller. I was happy to write his surname because I knew it was Walker Bueller. I had to write Logan Webb because I thought I might forget his first name. <laughs> right. Like, this is an ace pitcher for the, for the best team in, team with the best record in baseball. And I had to write his first name down just in case I forgot while I was talking to you. Um so, yeah, the Giants are plus 100. Uh, the Dodgers are minus 120. And the over-under is seven again. Um, Bueller, 16 and four on the season. Uh, 2.47 ERA. Um, six starts versus the Giants this year. They face each other a lot. Um, he's three and one uh, in those starts. He's given up nine runs in 37 innings. Mm. Six of them were in one start uh, on September the 5th. Um, so he got, he got shelled once. And the other five times he's gone really well. Logan Webb, it says here, uh, 11 and 3 uh, with a 3.03 ERA. He had three starts against the Dodgers. He's 1 and 0, giving up four runs in 16 innings. So pretty consistent. Uh, Dave, I'll ask you the same question. I've got a feeling you're going to give me a similar answer to the last time. Uh, where are you feeling? Over or under? Or have you got a money line pick? Well, again, it's under. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't see it any other way. And I think, I mean, it's different because. It's weird. The money's coming in. It looks like a little bit on the Braves and um, Brewers over. You know, some books are already moving to the seven over minus 15. Yeah. Or this one is already seven under minus 20 and even minus a quarter in some places. So, I mean, it's a complete opposite view. But for me, it's the same. It's under. And again, this would be one of those ones where I would kind of attack first three under, first five under, yeah. you know, game under. I've done that before on some other shows and I've played it. And it's when you nail it, you nail it good and you get multiple opportunities to bet. And then if, you know, if you hit the first three under and the first 500 and a bullpen blows it, and it goes over. I mean, you've already won at least a couple units and you're, you're ahead. Yeah. I'm telling you for the game, I, it, it's, it's one of those ones where one hit, one defensive play, one long fly is going to decide this. I think it's a one run game, which would lead me to take, you know, who I think is going to win and then hopefully the opposite on the run line, but the Dodgers yeah. are favored. So I think the Giants are going to win. I can't do what I want to do and take them on the run line and on the money line. So I, it would be a money line play on the Giants for me. Uh, Moonaf, same question. Yeah, it's got to be under again, right? And I think yeah. this, this, this price is very, very enticing on Walker Bueller. I'm seeing it at minus 116 right now. I mean, 
When are we going to see a Walker Buehler at that price possibly ever again? Right. And it, right. It, it's, it's crazy that that looks very, very tempting, but um, I just can't ignore the fact that Logan Webb is six and zero at home with the, you know, a ERA below two at, 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 at their owner or in their own stadium. So I'm going to dig into this a little more. Um, it's hard. I, I, yeah. I'm co-signing the under for sure. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it, it's, we the public loves overs, right? We want to see overs, but when you have the pitching stats, when you have these ace pitchers out there, the only way to look is uh, under full game. And like Dave said, if your book offers under uh, first, oh, sorry, uh, first three innings under, that's a great bet to look at. And then uh, first five under, because if you hit two out of three, like Dave mentioned, and the bullpen blows it, you're you're still profitable for that game. So um, yeah, I, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll go under and. I, I think I'll take Walker Buehler uh, Dodgers money line there at minus one sixteen because I don't know if I'll ever see that price again. <laughs> yeah, now, is there a better sport to watch than baseball when you bet the under? Because like Bruno, if you just mentioned, nobody likes to bet under. It's it, it's sometimes it hurts. Like when you bet a football game, you oh, yeah. bet a ho- bet a hockey game under. It's 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 eighteen heart attacks. You hit a post. There's there's all these shots on goal. You're like oh, you know. I mean, and and Mal, you bet. You know, you call it football, I call it soccer, but bet one of those games under two, you know, yeah. and watch all the scoring chances and all the craziness. But watching a baseball game when you have under, it's actually kind of fun. You it see is. these defensive plays, you see strikeouts, exactly. you're bringing it up with the up. It's the only sport I think that's like that. That's it. Yeah, you, you punch the air on a strikeout, don't you? Uh, or the, the the greatest one is a double play. Oh, when you've back oh. the under, you get a double play or you're out your seat. Uh, that's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Um I feel like you two boys are indoctrinating me into being like a like a, a bit of a miserable gambler. I used to be a flamboyant loser, and now you two have got me because I've got I've got the uh, the first five under three and a half runs here. I'm sitting here taking unders um, because I've been learning off uh, off you two all season. Um, like so it. yeah, no no more flamboyant losers for me. I'll just pick uh, I'll pick miserable winners. Um, so yeah, I've got the first five under three and a half runs at minus one twenty. I just couldn't see where the runs were coming from and. Even so, sort of the tone of the last few games, I know there was a few games late on in the Red Sox-Yankees game, but just you know, sometimes you get you get the an entire po- the tone of an entire postseason can be set uh, by early games. And last night uh, was a really tight game. And so far, as we speak, the Astros and the White Sox have gone through nearly four, uh, two innings each now. Uh, without the score. And I just think that it, that's kind of going to set the tone. So, um, yeah, I'm co-signing all of that um, for the under 3.5. Um, right, so where we've nearly cracked it, Dave. Before we, uh, There's a couple of things I want to ask you about before we let you go and get on with being the busiest man in Vegas. <laughs> um, firstly, the last time we spoke to you, you gave us the little steer towards back in underdogs blindly in September in all the regular season games. Um, how did you did you get involved in that? Me and Moon, I've tracked it a little bit, uh, and it was a very good angle. Yeah, uh, books had a pretty good September uh, based on that. And, you know, and what gets lost in the book is that as soon as September starts, the second week in the NFL starts, everybody forgets about baseball. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things that it becomes a weekday sport. And 
you're right. I'm out and about meeting people when they come to town. Hey, where do you want to meet? They always say the book. So I'm at a book usually on a weekend, try to get out after, you know, taking care of the fatherly duties and the, and the husband duties. And I meet somebody to book and you go and there's not a baseball game on any of the screens. They're not even watching the games, let alone <laughs> betting it. And I'm like, what is going on? I forgot about that because I was always the guy in the risk room being like, I'm watching the baseball because I want to see we're going to make odds for playoff baseball when you're doing gigantic handle. Yeah. And ain't nobody paying attention because everybody's watching, you know, <laughs> Texas Tech and, you know, Texas play football. And they're like, wait, what about there's going to be some great baseball games, guys? We got to know the numbers. So um, I didn't personally because I have so many other things going on because I was like, but I was doing shows and I was telling people the same thing. I'm like, look, if you can't decide, just blindly bet the dogs blind. You know, there were some big ones too, boys that came in. There was a lot of over $2 dogs that you ain't got to be right, you know, all the time, but when they do, and there were a couple nights that like it happened with multiple games. So the, you know, the return on investment was outstanding. And I think that's one of those things I don't think that's going to change anytime soon because the way organizations bring up kids, there was a guy, there was one guy that I found, uh, AJ Alexi was a pitcher for Texas. Yeah, Texas. Yeah, we he, was about a, he was a bit of a darling on the show. He was, yeah. he was beautiful because I, I, I mean, I went on the, the MLB show and I did a little research and I, I actually went and watched him pitch at round rock. I mean, this is how deep you got to go sometimes, but <laughs> oh. I found his minor league video and I was like, wait a second, this kid's six five. He throws gas and then he has that bender. He's a dog? Like, do they I mean, cause the first time, you know, you when you first time you see a pitcher, you have the pitcher has the advantage. Exactly. So he comes in and wins his first start as a dog. Then he goes on the road, wins his second start as a dog. They throw him in not as a starter and he gets hit. Then they throw him into the wolves and pitch in Yankee Stadium. Game went under. He lost 4-3, but I said on the run line because the Yankees were minus 270 that day, so that won. And then he came home. He played the Angels at home and was a dog again. The odds makers sometimes mess things up. They messed that one up. That was four in the starts in a row in September where, you know, you got money on a guy plus money. And Texas lost 100 games. I look like a super genius picking Texas four times and getting plus money and winning. So, yeah, September was fun. Yeah, AJ Alexi, um, he made it into three or four of our picks here, Moon of actually. Yeah. Um, we, we we did often follow the trend of a, of a rookie or a debut pitcher anyway. Yeah. Uh, that was something that was kind to us. Uh, and certainly AJ Alexi got... Um, that, that underdog through September, we tracked it every day, Moon of. And at one point, maybe the middle of September, was about 25 units up. Uh, to a yeah. level stake. And then it came back towards the end. I think it finished around about 10 or 11 units up. It was about Still 10. To, I mean, yeah, yeah. Wow. To, to $100 stake, it's a, it's a $1,000 free money. Like, uh, right. So, yeah, we, we enjoyed that. Uh, and finally then, Dave, the rest of this pool season, um, any bets? Who's your outright winner? What are you looking forward to most? Oh, man, the American League is, is so interesting to me. Um, now that the Red Sox are in... And they have to play Tampa. I don't think that they can beat Tampa. So I have Tampa advancing in that series. Um, Not that they can't. I just, I mean, I can't see it. Tampa's so deep and just they're built for this. This White Sox and Astros, I think, is going five. And with that, I'm pricing it out. I mean, they're going to be dogs. They're probably going to be, 
not sig- as significant as the Red Sox, but I don't think they're going to beat Tampa. Tampa's my team in the American League. The winner of the Giants and Dodgers is most likely going to go to the World Series. Now, who's that going to be? I think it's going to be the Giants. Now, the other series, I think Milwaukee wins in four games, maybe five. I think Milwaukee gives the Giants everything that they can handle. They went to San Francisco late September and won. They had their pitching stacked up, and they got Burns, they got Woodruff, and they got Peralta, and they took, I believe, either swept or took two or three handily. And I think San Francisco got to be worried about that matchup. But the way I priced it out, Tampa, San Francisco, we get a dream matchup. But the Tampa Bay Lightning won the world's or Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. The Tampa Bay Rays are going to win the World Series. That's, <laughs> that's 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 where that's where I'm at with the whole thing. And it, again, it's you take that with a little bit of a grain of salt because we don't know the pitching matchups. One guy gets hurt, yep. Rosarina is out of the lineup. Oh, that's going to change everything. But right now, looking ahead and looking at the bracket, the way it works out. Tampa over San Francisco. Tampa redeems themselves from losing in the World Series last year, and Tampa becomes the city of champions in the United States. There you go, then. That's the final word from the Sports Week Consiglia. Tampa Bay takes down the Giants to win the World Series. Um, Munaf, do you have any final thoughts for this evening? Uh, anything we need to know about this weekend? We've got four nights running here, um, but like Dave just said, the Football's taking over, uh, so we're going to leave it now till Monday because we'll be wasting our breath. Uh, we're just going to sit and count our money. But uh, what's going on between now and Monday? Yeah, it's week five NFL. I mean, we, we've got our dose of uh, football in for four weeks. I'm going to be watching these baseball games or at least, you know, yeah. keeping track of the score because I'll be at the wedding. But um, no, everything Dave said, I, you know, it, it's it's always a pleasure having him on. Um I, the one thing that doesn't make sense to me is that the Astros are playing this afternoon and they have to turn around and go back and play at one o'clock tomorrow. And they just scored a run. So they're up one, nothing. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't make sense to me that they're getting to play right now at three o'clock and they have to come back tomorrow at one o'clock. That was my only beef, but um, no, I, I'm excited for these playoffs. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. Malcolm will be grinding these podcasts out every single day during the week, uh, weekdays, you know, recapping, handicapping the next game so I'm, I'm really looking forward to it welcome to the club boys this is baseball this is a grind this is what you're supposed to be oh yeah i like that i yeah. like it i don't know Malcolm might be tired of looking at my face every day i'm not sure but uh he's gonna have to, he's gonna we're this is our 50th episode together since we started this season oh, so. yes, yes. that's great yeah so um, yeah so uh we had to bring in the big guns we had to bring in the sports book consigliere for the big 5-0 so thank you so much david it's always a pleasure having you on Oh, thanks for having me, guys. I, I love it. Anyone who wants to call and talk to me about baseball, we're in. Just tell me when and where. Let's set it up and do it. I, I Thanks again for having me. And, uh, I, you know, I mentioned to the boys how much I enjoyed doing the show. Yeah. I told them last night, like, listen, you guys know? You got these baseball guys talking about it? He's like, no, no, we know, we know. So now hopefully <laughs> more people will know. So it was, it was a good plug. Uh, cheers, boys. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um for reasons I wouldn't expect any of you or any of the listeners to understand, this has probably been the greatest day of my sport in life. Oh, um, here we but go. Any, no, we don't, I'm not going to talk about it. You don't need to know. <laughs> but just 
be happy for me. Um, I had to pull myself together because I've cried about six times in the last three hours. Um, so I'm getting in the bath with a whiskey and I'm going to watch the last two hours of this baseball game. Um, but this tonight has just topped it off for me because I could take, talk to Dave all day. And Moon, after we've had such a blast doing these 50 yes, podcasts. So uh, thank you very much, gents. Uh, keep listening, subscribe, like, rate, review in all the usual places. Um, enjoy your weekend of baseball, football, weddings, whatever you're doing. Um, we'll catch you next week. Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.